Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of a parent not believing in consequences for their child. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, is my mom jealous of me? I think my mom is jealous of me. I'm an 18-year-old girl and I don't think I look particularly special, just average. However, people often compliment me on my looks and I get hit on in public quite frequently. Recently, when we went on a cruise, I wore my swimsuit and my mom gave me a disapproving look. This wasn't the first time she acted this way. My aunts often tell me how beautiful I am, but my mom complains about it and seems fed up with people praising my appearance. Yesterday, when I wore shorts, she glared at me and said she didn't want to be seen with me in public. My mom is known for gossiping and getting offended easily when people clap back at her. However, when any man hits on her, she enjoys the attention and even talks about it for days. For instance, when she worked at a nursing home, she would brag about how an old man with dementia kept calling her beautiful and flirting with her. She still brings it up today and this happened 5 years ago. My mom is also quick to call other women ugly too. I would say that there's nothing wrong if she enjoys the attention, but definitely she has no right to be jealous of other people and especially their own kid because they're wearing shorts, it quickly goes from her enjoying the attention to a much bigger legitimate problem beyond that. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? Our next story is the entitled mom at the pool. I was at the pool with my two friends, my community pool. While me and my friends were splashing and shooting at each other, some four-year-old babies started using my stuff in the pool and we told the lifeguards to not let her take our stuff. Then I went and took my stuff from the four-year-old. Her entitled mother gave me a death stare but didn't say anything. About five to ten minutes later, my friend and I all hear, she's only four guys, let her play with it. We all turn around and see she's using someone else's floating tube and the other kids are telling the four-year-old to not use their stuff. The entitled mom says, let her use it. Then there's silence for a second and then everyone just goes back to normal. Honestly, I love the way they dealt with her. She just like thrashed around like a kid and everybody looked at them, realized I'm not babysitting today and then just turned right back around and kept going back to whatever they were doing. Just don't even entertain her. This next story is, Entitled Mom Demands Discount on Expensive Betta Fish for Her Special Needs Kid. It was just another typical day at PetSmart where I, an unsuspecting employee, was about to encounter an entitled mother and her special needs kid who would turn my day upside down. The day started like any other, with customers browsing the pet aisles and I was busy attending to the fish tanks. That's when Entitled Mother and Entitled Kid enter the store, with a conspicuous air of entitlement surrounding them. The Entitled Kid seemed around 10 years old, demanding his mom's attention. As the Entitled Kid spotted the beautiful, vibrant betta fish, he immediately began pestering his mom to get one. Now, I knew bettas required proper care in a suitable environment, 
and I couldn't help but worry that this kid had no idea how to care for a delicate fish like a betta. Eager to make a sale, Entitled Mother turned to me, flashing a fake smile and said, My son really wants one of these fancy fish. Can we get it at a discounted price? After all, he has special needs. I politely explained that all our pets, including betta fish, were priced reasonably for their care requirements. We couldn't offer discounts based on personal circumstances. I also stressed the importance of providing a suitable tank and proper care for the betta. Unsurprisingly, Entitled Mother wasn't pleased with my response. She grew increasingly irate, insisting that her child deserved a discount due to his special needs. I remained firm, tried to open a betta fish container without any regard for the fish's safety. I rushed to intervene, gently guiding Entitled Kid away from the tanks and emphasizing the importance of being careful around the pets. The situation escalated further as Entitled Mother demanded to speak with my manager, convinced that her Entitled Persistence would get her a discounted betta fish. Unfazed, I obliged and called for the store manager to handle the escalating situation. Store manager arrived, assessing the situation with a calm demeanor. However, Entitled Mother's behavior only intensified, her voice echoing throughout the store. She continued to demand a discount and accused me of being insensitive to her son's needs. Store manager patiently listened to Entitled Mother's tirade before firmly reiterating the store policy. No discounts for pets based on personal circumstances. He also reminded her that providing proper care for any pet was a priority, especially considering her son's special needs. Sensing her defeat, Entitled Mother resorted to playing the victim card, claiming she would take her business elsewhere. Store manager remained unfazed and politely escorted Entitled Mother and the Entitled Kid to the exit, emphasizing that we valued responsible pet ownership above all else. The store atmosphere lightened as Entitled Mother and Entitled Kid left, and I felt a sense of satisfaction seeing store manager stand firm against entitlement. I respect that OP in this situation understands that this home probably wouldn't be too safe for one of those fish to go to. I haven't really thought about it before, but it makes a lot of sense, although I feel like you could really make a fool of yourself by coming across as a very judgmental person. But if you do think that this pet would go to a household that's not really going to properly care for them, it's nice to see that those concerns are levied. Our next story is The Entitled Mom's Return, Betta Chaos Ensues, Part 2 of Entitled Mom Demands Discount on Expensive Betta Fish for Her Special Needs Kid. Just when I thought the saga of the entitled mom and her special needs kid was over, fate had different plans. It was a normal afternoon at PetSmart and I was tending to the fish tanks once again, blissfully unaware of the impending chaos. And then, there they were. Entitled mother and entitled kid strolling into the store as if they'd never left. I could hardly believe my eyes. It seemed the entitled duo had decided to grace us with their presence once more. Entitled Mother's demeanor was different this time. She appeared more composed, perhaps having learned a lesson from her previous banishment. Entitled Kid, however, was as rambunctious as ever, his enthusiasm unchecked by past events. The pair made their way to the betta fish section, and I couldn't shake the feeling of impending doom. My fears were realized when Entitled Kid and his reckless excitement knocked over one of the betta fish containers, spilling water and fish onto the store floor. I rushed over to assess the situation, a mixture of concern for the fish and frustration at the deja vu. The store manager was promptly alerted, and as he arrived on the scene, Entitled Mother's entitled facade cracked, revealing a hint of embarrassment. 
Store manager, who had dealt with them before, managed to keep his composure. He scolded Entitled Kid for his actions and addressed Entitled Mother with a stern reminder of their previous banishment and the importance of responsible behavior in the store. As the store manager and I worked to clean up the mess and rescue the displaced betta fish, Entitled Mother began pleading for a second chance, insisting that her son had learned his lesson and promising to be more careful in the future. While store manager considered her plea, I couldn't help but feel a sense of deja vu. Entitled Mother's words seemed eerily similar to her previous attempt at manipulation. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Still, store manager decided to give them one more chance, albeit under strict supervision. As Entitled Mother and Entitled Kid left the store, I couldn't help but feel a sense of foreboding. Something told me this story wasn't over yet. Days turned into weeks and Entitled Mother and Entitled Kid returned, seemingly abiding by the rules and behaving themselves. I hoped that perhaps the Entitled Duo had truly learned their lesson and would become responsible pet owners. But then, the unthinkable happened. As I was assisting another customer, I heard a loud crash and turned to see Entitled Kid had knocked over not one, but five betta fish containers creating a watery disaster on the store floor. The chaos that followed was both frustrating and surreal. Fish flopping around, water splashing everywhere, and the store manager's face a mix of disbelief and irritation. Entitled Mother's facade crumbled as her entitled protests fell on deaf ears. This time, there was no mercy. Store manager's patience had worn thin, and he firmly informed Entitled Mother to get the freak out with no chance of redemption. 
Entitled mother's protests escalated into a full-blown meltdown as she realized the gravity of her actions. She had not only disrupted the store, but she had also put the lives of innocent animals at risk. As store manager escorted Entitled Mother and Entitled Kid out of the store for the last time, there was a collective sigh of relief among the staff and customers. Afterward, we contacted HQ, through complicated means, and they reported that the same woman had come into multiple stores, three or four I think, to them. This was the last straw. Over the next few days, they worked to ban Entitled Mother and Entitled Kid from most of the PetSmarts in the area and contacted other pet stores in the surroundings as well. I, for once, really hope this is the end of it all, and the Entitled Duo's reign of chaos has finally come to an end. For the fish's sake, I certainly hope that this is the end of their reign of terror as well. Lord knows that if the PetSmarts won't let them in anymore, they're going to find some even shadier local pet store, or god forbid somebody trying to sell a fish on Craigslist or something, all I can say is god forbid good luck to them. Our next story is, at this point I wouldn't be surprised if my entitled mom asked about activities on my wedding night. A rant, my mom is so beyond entitled with my upcoming wedding, the entire planning process has been characterized by me and my fiance stating what we want, and my mom pushing back incessantly on every tiny detail my shoes, whether I wear a veil or not, how we list our wedding party and the made-up titles we give them, the giving away language for the bride and many other things. It's my parents' daughter's wedding, not me and my fiancé's, and I'm over it. She blatantly told me my fiancé should have minimal involvement and it should be me and her. I'm so tired of being yelled at for the dumbest things. You must dictate the color suits for dads, you must wear your hair down, etc. She even goes behind our backs to plan things, and the level of guilt tripping and manipulation is next level. She truly believes she's entitled to a deep relationship and all of my inner world and relationships without having any awareness about how to build deep relationships. At this point, I wouldn't at all be surprised if she asked me the morning after my wedding about any activities we did or did not partake in, and she'd likely find a reason to be mad at me about it. She has no understanding or respect of boundaries, and I can't wait to move thousands of miles away from her in two weeks. I'm so angry that she's pushed so hard on this wedding and railroaded my wishes. I know she loves me in her way and wants to give me the best, but I'm sick and tired of that intention excusing her behavior. I'm just so freaking over it. This will absolutely inform how we interact with her in the future. Honestly, I think OP even just saying she loves me in her way and wants to give me the best is even giving her a little too much credit. It's clear that yes, it's in her own way, but really it's all just selfish. This is all just what she wants, what she would want to experience. That's not even a loving you type thing. That's just her forcing it to be her vision and not considering anything else. I mean, if you can say it's a loving thing to be loving enough to give you what only her preferred experience is, then I suppose. Our next story is cult-like family attempts to control my career. Over the past year, I've been teaching myself web development with a final goal of becoming a freelancer. I have a definitive concrete plan to follow that is based on factual evidence and am confident that things can work out for me. My family know little to nothing about how the tech field works besides what I tell them, but for some odd reason, my career plans and goals are never enough for them. They always try to push different or better options that would make me completely miserable. 
I've told my family flat out to just let me make my choices several times over, yet they still hound my career choices as if I don't know any better. Especially since my cousin recently got into a cybersecurity internship, my family's been pushing me to do the same as him. They want me to use cybersecurity as a segue into web development, but there are other, more fulfilling ways for me to do that, even if it takes longer. Even though I have zero interest in cybersecurity, they continue to shove it down my throat. They rarely let me finish my sentences and hit me with word salad every time the conversation comes up. Honestly, freak these people and everything they stand for. What frustrates me the most about this is this is clearly coming from a bunch of people who have no greater knowledge of the field. They have one minor success story and all of a sudden everything has to funnel through that same route. Do these people just have no creativity in their minds? They can't understand that you can take multiple routes to get to one place? And if somebody wants to take a longer but even more scenic route, that's their right. Not everybody wants to drive on the road that just drops off a cliff at the very end and at the bottom is the final place. Our next story is, my stepmom pooped her bed and now demands my mattress. Background info, my stepmom and dad share a pull-out sofa, which is a build out of two mattresses which can be removed for cleaning purposes. I too sleep on a foldable couch, but it doesn't have a mattress and I'm quite uncomfortable, so I bought one for my money and put it on top of it. On to the story, my stepmother had salmonella after she ate some not fully cooked chicken she prepared for herself, got drunk and had violent explosive diarrhea on her mattress while sleeping. She and my dad didn't manage to clean it themselves, so they had a cleaning company come and removed it for a deep cleaning. This would take up to three weeks due to high demand at the time, so she demanded I give her my mattress, even though there would be a compact foldable one in the basement, which I told her. But she just told me that she gets back pain from it since it's really thin. I told her that there would be no way in heck that I'd sleep on the pure wooden bars of my 25 plus year old couch. And also, I paid for the mattress with my own money. We've got a strict rule that states that whatever you buy with your money does not have to be shared and is fully yours, which I also told her. She just yelled at me that I should be happy that they took me in after my mother kicked me out back in September 2022 and gave up the small bedroom which I now live in and again demanded the mattress. I told her again that there's a foldable mattress in the basement and an air mattress should be in the walk-in closet which she could take. She's currently on the balcony smoking. Any advice? Am I in the wrong? OP is definitely not in the wrong here. They did nothing wrong, they didn't undercook chicken, they didn't poo in the bed, and yeah, if you paid for it, it's yours. She can't just steal your mattress. This next story is, so apparently elders don't apologize. So basically she had called me a tramp during one of our arguments a week ago, so I kept giving her the cold shoulder. She, being her narcissist self, pretended as if nothing had happened. Today I told her while smiling that she's got to apologize for what she had called me and she was like, have some manners, elders don't apologize. I said they sure do and she was like, it's what those Christians and non-Muslims do. Bruh, I guess I'm going to go back to ignoring her. Some might say that it's petty, but personally I love the idea of holding out for an actual apology from a narcissist. It may never come, but at some point if they care enough, they might be able to swallow their pride just enough to actually apologize. It would be a very rich and rewarding experience to get that apology out of them, not gonna lie. 
This next story is... Mother gives me silent treatment after taking care of her 5-year-old son for a week straight with no pay. My mom, 48-year-old female, and I, 18-year-old female, have been splitting the responsibilities of caring for my half-brother, 5-year-old male, for about 2 years now. Two years ago, his father and my now ex-stepdad cheated on my mom and ran off with his new partner, leaving my mom very depressed and overwhelmed, as she didn't expect to be raising a child alone AGAIN as she did with me, at her age. This is not the first time my mom has been through a toxic relationship, but I could tell that this one really took a toll on her. Prior to my stepdad leaving, my mom would lash out at me for little things, becoming extremely passive-aggressive, and seemed to only find comfort in sleeping in the guest room with the blinds closed for most of the day. It didn't help that through this time I was also struggling with my mental health, as she's an African immigrant and doesn't believe in depression and anxiety. Despite her calling me emotionally abusive, narcissistic, and an overall ungrateful daughter, I still tried my best to ease her burdens by taking my brother to school and picking him up every day. This all while maintaining my grades, multiple leadership positions in various school clubs, and a job. When she's sleeping or working, I always make sure my brother is fed and showered and teach him little things like how to put on his shirt and pants the right way. This past week, my mom took a trip to Mexico to celebrate my cousin's graduation. Due to the ongoing custody battle over my brother, we could not renew his passport, so he couldn't go, meaning someone had to watch him. Naturally, with no complaints, I was happy to babysit my brother and watch the house until she returned. While she was gone, she wanted me to run some back-to-school errands for my brother. So I bought school supplies and school uniforms and even attended my brother's open house as a guardian and filled out all the important paperwork and documents needed for him to go to school this year. My mom came back home and was grateful at first, but this past Saturday, something changed. On Saturday, my mom discovered my brother had a marble stuck in his nose and wanted me to help. The situation was very stressful, as you can imagine the toddler's screams and my mom trying to calm him down. Once I located the object, I was afraid that trying to remove it ourselves would result in the marble going further up his nose and causing more damage than needed. I told my mom that we should go to a hospital, and she disagreed and started fishing out the marble herself with tweezers. I kept urging her not to and I kept telling her she was going to hurt him, and eventually she told me to leave. I told her I was just afraid that she was going to hurt him more and I didn't want to leave just in case something did happen and I had to tell a doctor or a nurse or something later on. She then put her hands on me, pushing me out of the room and due to past events that occurred, when my mom would discipline me while I was battling my anxiety and depression, I was startled and started shaking and screaming. After that, all I remember is her choking me against the wall and me eventually holding her down on the floor. I repeated that I was afraid she was going to hurt me and I would not let her up off the floor unless she agreed she would not touch me. After five minutes of back and forth, her biting me more, pulling my hair and screaming, she agreed and told me she wanted me out of the house. I immediately called my aunt, who's very good friends with my mom, to talk to her and get her to rationalize the situation. And my mom agreed that I can stay, but was still hurt by the situation. After a few gym sessions, lots of gaming and some good long talks with some close friends and family, I'm okay now. Obviously still hurt by the situation, but I'm okay. 
My mom, however, has again adopted this notion that I'm an ungrateful child that doesn't listen and is selfish despite the week of single momming and the years of joint parenting I've done in place of my brother's father. She now chooses to ignore me and avoid me at all costs. This is double stressful because I'm going to college in less than two weeks and I need at least two cars to carry all my stuff. I need help organizing everything and most of all, she promised to pay my tuition. This is not the first time something like this has happened with my mom, so apologies if I sound apathetic towards the situation or cold. But because this is such a frequent issue, my only coping mechanism is to move on to the next pressing issue and save all the trauma and emotion for when I see a therapist later down the line. Right now, I'm upset at the fact that she's being this childish with no intention to have a conversation other than me apologizing for not trusting her holy instinct in the moment of a medical emergency. I want to have a mediator present, hopefully the aunt I called that night, to have a discussion with her to avoid her gaslighting me or getting upset within the first five minutes. If not, I want to just be able to move on and have her help me move out since the main issue lies in me being in the house. Just really stressed out right now and defeated. Yeah, OP has nothing to apologize for. This is a really traumatic experience for them to go through, and I don't think the mediator thing is a bad idea if they can pull it off. Otherwise, definitely getting your distance and removing yourself not necessarily for her sake, but for your own sake, is a great idea in my opinion. Our next story is my 18-year-old female, mom, 52, is upset after I didn't want to talk. My friend didn't say hi to her and because I got my second ear piercing without her. Yesterday, I, 18-year-old female, went on a few rides with my friends, who will call Star, 18, and Cat, 18, to the carnival. I've been trying to spend as much time as possible with them, because we're all going to separate colleges, especially Cat. I went on some spinny rides, got dizzy and nauseous after the last one. My mom picks me up and I was talking only a little. Then I told her that I was feeling kind of sick and nauseous because of the rides and just stopped talking. I felt like it was obvious that I didn't want to speak anymore because I just kind of gave half-bud responses because of how nauseous I was. My mom, however, was trying to talk to me still and I immediately told her that I couldn't handle a conversation anymore because I'm still feeling sick. I was going to say if we can finish the convo later, after I take some medicine and possibly throw up, but she cut me off and just lashes the freak out on me. The way she was yelling at me was absolutely awful, but it's not the first time, but it has been a while. She freaked out, said I treat her like crap, never want to talk to her, and I don't need to yell at her. I know for a fact I did not yell at her but I did sound a bit irritated because of how I was feeling and that I never want to be around her. I'm always in my room because I'm afraid of her reactions to things, because it is unpredictable and it makes my anxiety rise. I'm scared of having a normal conversation and her getting mad or disagreeing, yelling at me or saying something rude to me. Also said people treat her like crap. She also called me dramatic for crying because she was yelling at me. I was already having a bad day, and this was the last straw, and I broke down. She also called me a follower because I made myself dizzy and I need to know my limit. Plus, she's scared of sending me to college this month because I'm gonna be a follower and do stuff because I wanna have fun, after I said I was just having fun with my friends at the carnival. She kept making empty threats too, like, I got something for you literally hollering and cursing the crap out of me. During this, she also got ticked at me because Kat didn't say hi to her. 
My friend's been avoiding my mom lately, after my mom was being really mean to us on a trip that we all went on to Jamaica, plus because she's mean to me. Hollering, telling me to tell Kat not to come to my graduation party tomorrow, then told me to not tell her and that she has something for her butt. Long story short, I told my friend for her safety or sanity to not come. We get home, I lock myself in the bathroom for a bit and I just cannot breathe at all. And I was thinking about how unsafe I felt. And I didn't want to come out of my bathroom because I was honestly thinking about ending it or harming myself. It was that bad. I told my friends I wasn't okay right now and scared after what my mom just did. And I completely forgot I said that and worried my two friends. Star calls my mom asking about me and my mom made me come out and talk to her. She didn't even ask why they were calling, just made me go out and talk to her and she kept saying how I don't do crap around the house and all this other stuff. Basically crap that has nothing to do with the situation. During this, she got mad because I was texting my friend in the car after I said I didn't want to talk. I told her texting for like 2 seconds and having literally a full blown convo is not the same for me at all. She's like yes it is because you're dealing with someone else. I can't say half the stuff I want to say to her because she'll get offended. I lay in my bed a lot because I have freaking anxiety, ADHD, and either mild depression or symptoms of it because of anxiety according to my therapist. However, I do try to get myself up to do things because I really want to. Some days are just hard. I can't tell her I have anxiety because of her and that's why I don't feel comfortable telling her crap about me. I also told her that I'm scared of her and she's just like, well don't be scared. Anyway, here's what made the situation worse. So, before any of this happened, me and Kat impulsively went to the piercer after we went to Pizza Hut. I only told her we were going to go skating and pizza, but the piercing place was right there and I did ask before if I could get my second ear piercing a long time ago, and my mom said she didn't care. So, I just went myself with Kat. Was gonna tell my mom, but held it off because I was scared of how she would react for no reason. But I was going to tell her because she said before it wasn't a problem. I literally just forgot, however. Not even three hours ago, my mom saw the piercing and flipped out again. It wasn't that bad because I have a friend at my house, most likely. She said she was disappointed after I said I was going to tell her, but I kept putting it off and forgot. She's mad I went with Kat and that I'm a follower, she's bullying me into things, and that she's disappointed in me. 10 minutes later, makes me leave my room with my other friend and starts breaking down crying, saying I ruined her memory because she would have taken me to get the piercing, which I don't recall. I just remember her saying I can have one a while back, telling me I'm ruining memories with her. I knew she wanted to take me to capture a photo because she got one of me when I got a navel piercing, and if I don't like her, it's fine and that she knows what to do with me. Don't know what that freaking means, but I don't feel safe at all and don't really have anyone to stay with. Also, she kept saying to herself, I see why Star's mom does what she does with her now. Because she thinks Star's mom is a little strict with her, which isn't exactly true. She keeps saying how she has feelings too and it's not just me, but you don't even listen to how I feel. I really just do not feel safe right now. I'm not sure if it's still empty threats, but I really just want to stay somewhere else. But it's not like I have anywhere to go. I don't have a car, my family probably wouldn't take it seriously, and I don't know if my two friends would let me stay anyway. I leave for college around August 24-ish. Considering you leave for college soon, I would just try and say hold off, and I would say even while at college, try not to upset them too much if they're paying for your tuition. 
Focus on getting through what you need to get through, get yourself a job, support yourself, and once you're in that situation where you're not reliant on them in any way, that's when you can pull away. Even though it sucks to grin and bear it, I would say make sure you look out for you. This next story is entitled Mom Doesn't Believe in Consequences for Her Child. I work in childcare. There's currently a mom that's one of those. She doesn't have a job but somehow requires multiple 24-7 nannies. Anyway, her son C is three and pushes, hits, etc. other children for no reason. He usually goes after the most innocent kids that aren't doing anything and tries to hurt or upset them. Entitled Mom says that she's a gentle parent and does not believe in consequences, boundaries, timeouts, etc. Entitled Mother has a baby at home, a girl about six months. Apparently C has been hitting her and throwing stuff at her. The nanny told C to stop and put him in timeout, and Entitled Mother is upset because she doesn't believe in timeouts. I can't believe this lady. Your child will never learn boundaries if you never teach those boundaries. He's going to keep hitting and hurting other children because, as my coworker says, not every gentle parent has a gentle child. I wonder if she truly doesn't believe in consequences or if she just doesn't have enough of a backbone in her to actually parent and punish their child. And it's not like you even have to do tough or difficult things. Yes, your kid might cry and yes, it might make you feel bad, but you want them to grow up to be a well-adjusted adult, right? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.